and welcome to the Heineken Rivalry Week edition of Bet MLS with Dero and Oso. Ben. I thought we got a sponsorship for a second. It was very confusing. Yeah, unfortunately, they're not paying us we, for it. We're gonna reach out to us, but not really Heineken. We're not really Heineken. I mean, we're more we're more Modelo, Pacifico, yeah, type of people. This is proof of concept. We're gonna get the proof of concept for it, and then uh, reach out and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're open to any and all beer uh, uh, sponsorships. But uh, but yeah, Ben, it's been a couple weeks off. You were out in San Diego a couple weeks ago. I was on vacation last week. We did have some picks. So after the last three weeks. It was pretty much a wash. We were down a little bit. You had an awesome kind of midweek. You hit a yeah. plus 200 dog. Um, I, FC Dallas gave up a 2-0 lead at Austin, where if I had hit that, I'd be up as well. It was kind of just, you know, kind of middle. And then last weekend, we got killed. Last weekend was a weird July 4th weekend, though. Yeah, I got, got just not good. Yeah, it, 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 was, it wasn't great. But, uh, but overall, over the last three weeks, kind of a wash. We're still up 13 units on the year, so uh, so we will uh, we'll toot our own horns in that one. But Ben, it is as I said, Heineken rivalry week, one of the best weeks of the year, honestly, at MLS. I love this weekend. We've got three games on Saturday. I think 11 games on or three games on Friday, 11 games on Saturday. We've got some really really good matchups, some really bad matchups, but all we care about is making money on them. And Ben, we're gonna get started with you this week and. Um, you know, something that's really interesting to me that I was looking at as I was kind of compiling the bet tracker the other day is, and we say this all the time, betting heavily juice lines in MLS, it's not a way to victory. You're not doing so good on your money line favorites this year, whereas you're crushing it on your underdogs. Like, I know, because you don't even <laughs> need to have a good number, uh, you know, record wise when you're betting because in MLS, any team can win any weekend and your money line favorite this weekend is coming in at a really big number. I like this a lot. Yeah. So look, uh, we're going to go with Cincy They're plus 185 at home. I know what you're going to say. The rebels are the best road <laughs> team of all time. Um, and if you look at the, if you look at some of the advanced numbers, it's not the greatest picture. Um, over the last, you know, six to eight games for them for, you know, they're about the same level, you know, if you're going by expected goals over yep. the last six to eight games. Um, so that's a positive, I would say. And then look, let's go through the Rebels wins. If you go through all of them, Here they don't really have that many, they don't really have that many quality wins. Most of the wins are against teams like San Jose and Toronto and, you know, all these crap teams, basically, you know, SKT is a good team. UC, Cincinnati's not that's what I was gonna say. Is I think Cincinnati <laughs> is, you know, they're they're fifth in the East right now. I don't think that's, I don't think that's, you know, uh, luck. I think yeah. they're, you know, they're somewhere between, you know, that five through eight. You know, either they're gonna, they're probably gonna, they could make the playoffs, they could not. They're probably gonna be on the road to start the playoffs, but they're kind of in that range of, you know, five to eight in the East. Let's call them. Again, if you go, if their Rebels' best wins are at Orlando or Orlando's fading like a rock which i think we kind of predicted i don't i mean i picked them last week that was probably a mistake because we've been saying fade them all year um and then uh you know at home against atlanta who can't buy anything right now and i was actually looking at them this week but whatever um so those are the best two wins and that's about it i mean everything else is against teams that or at new england but they're in the middle of cc all the time you know everything else is against teams that were like bottom three in the conference like yeah so 
I, you know, it's very impressive what they've done. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, just because any, any road game is theirs. And I think Cincinnati is a team that, you know, they, they know chaos they're tough well. To beat. They're becoming well, they tough chaos to beat. Well, and they, the Rebels are, you know, team chaos. And, and I think Cincinnati can handle the chaos. You know, Brandon's on a heater, obviously. Um, and they have Brandon Vasquez. And I mean, the, the attack is so good that I think there'll be so many transition moments where those yeah. three players can take advantage. And so we're going to go plus, I mean, plus 185 is a huge number. I get the Rebels are top in the East right now, but. I don't know. They're, they're not, I don't think they're the best team in the East. I feel like this is a coin flip game. And if you're getting that <clears throat> plus 185 on it, yeah, you take it. And the other thing is, I mean, I know you mentioned this a little bit, but like we do think of the Red Bulls as like, okay, the best road team ever. Well, they've lost three of the last four on the road. So let's, you know, th- maybe they are coming back to earth a little bit on the road. And the other thing when I look at the Red Bulls is that when you look at the XG of their games, they've only won the XG battle like once out of their last like five or six games. It's not like they're just destroying teams or having the rub of yeah, the So over, over their last eight, so I think I went back to about like the middle of May. Um, so they played eight games. Some teams played six, some teams played seven, some teams played whatever. Yep. So the Rebels are 17th and expect to go with their friends. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati is not that, is worse. They're, they're 19th, but you know, pretty negligible difference between the two of them. If you look at the actual, it's minus 1.41 to minus 1.64. So basically the same. So we're calling them the same team basically over the last, you know, it's a couple of months. Um, and so I'm getting a huge number at home. So there you go. Yep. Yep. I like it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to tell that one a little bit. Now this is a little bit of a juice line for my, uh, for my favorite of the week, but I'm going with Montreal, Montreal at home to Sporting Kansas city this weekend. Now uh, I think Montreal is not really getting the respect they probably deserve yet from the books. I know they got crushed by the galaxy on July 4th, but I don't really I don't really put anything into that game. They already had won on Seattle on that road yep. trip. It was like a 10 day road trip for them. They already got the result they wanted. I think it's pretty like easy to see why they came into that game. Not terribly motivated um, after a, a couple wins previously. So I don't really put anything into that one. Um, uh, Montreal's five and two this year at Stad Saputo. Like they're a very, very good road team. And one of those losses was like a very fluky loss to Austin where they, I think Austin was down to like nine men and, uh, Montreal destroyed the XG battle in that one, but they just lost the game. But I see Montreal as one of the best, probably like top half teams in the league, maybe like top seven or eight teams in the league right now. I feel like this number should be more like minus 160, minus 170 because they're getting, a number as if they're playing one of the better teams in MLS. Uh, they're not, they're playing probably the worst team in MLS. Yep. One of the two or three worst teams in MLS for sure. And the numbers back it up like, okay, you know, uh, Kansas city is, is bottom of the West. So they are the worst team in the West by points. Their XG difference is the worst in the West. They're the second worst in MLS behind Toronto. Okay. Bottom of the league in non-penalty expected goals created. Sixth most in a non-penalty expected goals allowed. They've lost seven of their last 10 road games. They've been shut out in their last two games overall. They've won two games since the start of April. Why is this number minus 120? It doesn't make any sense here. This is saying that Kansas City is a team that can go on the road and, and get a result. They haven't proven that at all. I think minus 120 is a decent number for Montreal. Again, like I said, like the, the, the underlying numbers are good for them this year. Uh, they beat Seattle in Seattle uh, just last week. So I am going to take Montreal. I've, uh, I, I haven't been very good on my money line dog the last, or on my money line pick the last couple of weeks. So I am looking to get it back on track, 
Give me Montreal minus 120 this weekend at home against Sporting Kansas City. And by the way, if you like that number, I would get on that now. I would definitely not be surprised if that gets to minus 150, minus 160, minus 170 by kickoff. I think that one is very much a candidate to move. I don't see like late money flying in on, on sporting Kansas city here. Um, so mm-hmm. give me uh, yeah, give me Montreal, your dog of the week. I was, I, I like a few of the different dogs here and, uh, and I really like this one. This, I was, this was one of the kind of two or three I was looking at um, one of the best teams in the league getting actually on one book. This is getting close to plus 400. Now uh, let's hear your pick. Yeah. So, I mean, look, New England, we know what the story of their season has been. Uh, CCL start, struggle, uh, you know, players in and out, Turner is gone, um, but the new goalie looks good. Yeah. Um, so that's been positive. And then, look, I think they, they haven't lost in what, like three months? They've been very good. <laughs> new England has not lost in three months. Let's just put that out there. I know a lot of them are ties, but if you don't lose for three months, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. And we know the struggles with the NYCFC right now. Um, it's, you know, they have not been, they have, they haven't won in four games um, with, with Cushing in charge. I think it's five, including open cup. Yeah. Uh, so they have not been playing well. And I, you know, I think the, they've kind of, you know, I, I think if, it was, if this game was a month ago, New England would be even higher uh, a, a number right now it's 350, but I think they're realizing what's going on a little bit with, with NYCFC. So it's 350. If you look at some of the advanced numbers, the uh, you know, the expected goals, NYCFC, you know, they have not, you know, the the numbers back up what what we're seeing in terms of they are uh, leaking goals. Yeah, so they're yeah they're they're scoring a lot of goals. They're also leaking goals. The expected goal difference is not is six again over the same time span we've been talking about, and New England is seven. So they're basically been playing the same. They're like the same team right now. Uh, so I'm getting three fifty. You know, I, I think. If you were to look at it a little bit more objectively, it would be like 300. So I'm getting it 350. Uh, I think that's a pretty good number. We're going to go half half unit on that and then a half unit on plus 120 double chance. And by the way, in this one, the both teams to score and over two and a half goals is almost even money. I, th- I see it as minus 110 right now. I like that a lot as well. Uh, both teams have scored and I'm like all but one of the last 10 New England games. Um, so... I really like that number as well. If you're, if you're looking for a total on that side, but yeah, like you said, I mean, if, if you hit your, if, if it's a draw, you're still making money. And this is a team that hasn't lost since April 23rd. Uh, exactly. So yeah, I, I like this one. And it's not like new England is a team that's unfamiliar with playing at Yankee stadium. You know, this is not like uh, a, a surface or, you know, the, 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 everything that goes along with that stadium. Uh, I, I like this play new NYCFC. Yeah. They haven't been bad either. And by the way, like, you can also say, well, NYCFC has only lost once since uh, <laughs> since April as well. So it's two teams that haven't lost a lot. I like the draw in this one as well. Uh, I think the draw is actually lower. Draw is plus three twenty right now. I see on one book. So, uh, but yeah, at double chance, yeah. I like it either way. You're 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 making money as long as uh, as long as New England doesn't lose. Um, you mentioned earlier that Orlando City is a team that is in fade territory right now, and that's what I'm looking at. For my dog of the week, and by the way, I should mention before I move on to mine, I don't think you've outright lost an underdog since in like eight weeks or something like that. I was looking at it last night. The last one you lost was week nine against when uh, with Portland. So the last like seven. <laughs> no, Colorado. I think that was the Colorado game. 
Yeah. yeah. Yep. The last seven games, you've either split it or uh, or hit your dog. So uh, you're you're in you're in good shape there. Um, but yeah, I am going to go with Inter Miami this weekend. They're getting the same number plus three fifty at Orlando, and the double chance is coming in at plus one hundred eight. So I'm doing the same thing, half unit on each of them. Um, I like a lot of the dog auction options, but I settled on Miami because I watched them against FC Dallas, and and I know Dallas isn't playing that well right now, but. To go to Frisco and do what they did on July 4th, a sold-out stadium. It's one of the biggest crowds of the year. Dallas had – they had been playing poorly, had given up a lead last week. They had every reason to come into this one very motivated. And Miami looked as composed as I've ever seen them. Like, you got to give it to uh, to Phil Neville. Like, he has the team playing exactly how he wants them to play. They didn't even start Leo Campagna in the game uh, on Monday. And they looked really good. Um, you look at the results for Orlando, and I've seen this a lot uh, from my time at FC Dallas with Oscar Pereja. His teams take a dip in the summer when they focus. He really cares a lot about Open Cup. And when Open Cup comes around, his teams take a dip because they put a lot of eggs into the Open Cup basket. Orlando's in the semifinals. They're pushing for it. Um, and, and you see them take a dip. That game against D.C. was really weird. I watched a lot of that one, the 5-3 game on Wednesday. I don't put a lot of strength into that one. But they've only won one out of their last six games. And you're giving me a Miami team at plus 350 that's playing well, got a good result against FC Dallas. And, you know, as I said, Miami is becoming a sneaky, difficult team to beat themselves. They've only lost once in their last, I think, eight games. Um, I think they could very easily go to Orlando and win this game. Uh, I think they, at worst, get a draw on this one. I don't see Orlando winning this game. They also, by the way, Orlando put a lot into that game against D.C. on, on Monday when they were pushing to get the result late. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting to see how that result affects them. You give up five goals at home. It kind of goes one of two ways. Uh, yep. you, you know, you either seriously refocus, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, I'm going to take inter Miami in this one at plus three fifty. I think it's a nice number. Again, I think this one should be closer to plus 300 plus two seventy five. Uh, and with the draw, you still come out a little bit ahead. So, uh, so I will take that one. Um, ben, your total this week, I'm not going to lie. I have already bet the opposite of this. This was there you go. Yes, this was <laughs> one of two totals I was looking very closely at. Uh, but I will say there is one factor to this that I didn't think of that I'm going to be interested to see if you mention. I didn't think of it till this morning. So let's. I hear- probably didn't think of it. I'm going to go out there and say that. But look, I think people might think I'm crazy uh, if you look at these two teams and what I'm going to do here. But look, I'm going. These teams are desperate. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you look at if you look at Chicago, so we're going to Chicago, Columbus. Is that an advanced metric? I, you know, it's, desperation. It's, it's according to the Ben Bear algorithm, it's in okay. there somewhere. Okay, it's in second spectrum. You mentioned somewhere. it before to desperation. Somewhere in ex- second desperation. spectrum, the desperation. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So look, we're going over two and a half in Chicago, Columbus. I know you bet under two and a half. So knows exactly. Uh, it hasn't happened very often for these teams in these games, you know, actually, well, Chicago the last game and Columbus two games ago, but whatever. Um, and it's minus 105. Obviously, it's a very low number. There's a reason for that because these teams do not score goals. Um, but Chicago, if you look at some of their numbers, uh, XG per game over the last seven, number two in MLS. Wow. Wow. Number okay. two. Okay. So that's pretty good. Columbus is second to last but whatever. <laughs> um, and then if you look at expected goals against, 
Chicago is number five, fifth most. Wow. Columbus is, again, near the bottom. So Columbus is not a lot of goals happening in their games. But Chicago, uh, there should have been more goals over the last month, month, you know, a couple of months uh, in their games. And maybe this is a game that it happens. Again, desperation. Both these teams need to start winning games if they want to, you know, make a run for the playoffs. And, yeah, it's, it's you know, Chicago is – they're they're underperforming over just just the last two months they're under uh, underperforming they expect the goals by four which is a crazy number wow. that can continue obviously but it's gonna they have to score some goals goals at some point and this could be the game I know Columbus is pretty stout defensively but maybe they open it up a little bit um, knowing that again this is an opportunity for Columbus to get a win that they that they need maybe you know other other games it's not as easy to get some wins. Um, but you know, on the road in Chicago, it's a chance. So it's a chance to get some points in the road. So we'll see what happens. I would love to hear what you have to say. What what, what was your thing that you thought of? So is Cucho Hernandez gonna start? Because this is something. Right. That so I don't want to. I, I didn't bring it up because I don't. I mean, I don't know. He had a so I I, I a little bit of quick uh, googling. I don't know if he's gonna start, but he's available. And yeah. this is something we haven't really mentioned yet. That you know, this is the first match day where all of these summer signings are in theory available to play and so you know we've Except seen Insigne is not playing Insigne is no. not playing I don't think Gareth Bale is going to be playing we'll talk about no, that he is, he is not playing he's but... not coming off the golf course yet uh yes. but Cucho Hernandez they had a press conference with him five days ago so he is in Columbus he is training I could absolutely see him obviously walking into the starting lineup and we have seen this plenty of times in the past where teams make that big forward summer signing. They don't have much now they, okay. They should have video on him. It's not like he, he's been playing in the second division of, of Ecuador or something yeah. like that. He's been playing the premier league, but um, there in theory, there's not a lot of, you know, historical video on him to kind of game plan him. So I could absolutely see him coming in and just, you know, lighting it up all with this bet all you really need is all you're hoping for is one goal from Columbus because uh, like you said Chicago you're kind of banking on the fact that they've been underperforming their xg and that they can get a couple of goals so yeah i mean honestly i think you've convinced me to at least buy out of my bet that i made i might cash that bet i don't out. know then don't don't come crying to me when it's when it's under them i'm not i'm not i'm not so <laughs> i am going with one of my favorite bets to make any any mls season it is Heineken Rivalry Week and the the marquee matchup of the wow, week. We're just like giving like free, I know, free hey. money to them. Come on, you can't. I know. Doing... All right. Well, uh, it's you it's say rivalry. We wanted to we wanted to buy into their BS. <laughs> okay. Call rivalry week. All right. All right. Well, we're going with uh, El Trafico over three and a half goals. This is coming in at plus one twenty five. So, uh, which is nice... probably the highest number. You... One of the highest numbers, you're not going to see a lot of plus uh, over three and a half, but at plus money at plus 125, I like it. Um, Forget about like the historical numbers of this game. Right now, these are two of the top three teams in MLS in non-penalty expected goals. Like they are two of the top three goal creating teams. And yes, it's also two of the top half teams in fewest like non-penalty expected goals allowed. So it's good offenses versus good defenses. I think the Galaxy is a better team than some people might give them credit for. Um, This game has been played 13 times in the regular season and playoffs, and it's had at least four goals in seven of those games. So it is is pretty, you know, it's over 50% that this game goes over three and a half goals. 
LA, we'll get into this in a second, but they exploded for goals last weekend. They're a streaky team. I like that they put three on the board last weekend. LAFC at home, I, I mean, I don't really have to say anything about that. They are prolific at home. Um, and 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 LAFC is averaging almost two and a half goals per game at home this year. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. I, you know, when you watch El Trafico, it's Friday night. I'm going to be home watching this one with uh, not a Heineken, a different a different beer, a Bandello or whatever. And you root for goals in this game. You want excitement. If you want to take a safer bet, both teams are scoring over two and a half is minus 130. If you want to drop that down a goal, um, you know, you, but minus 130, I'm not playing it. I'm playing it yeah. plus 125. Uh, I feel like if there's two and a half goals in this game, there's going to be if, if there's three goals in this game, there's probably going to be four. Um, Chiellini is there, but, I, you know, I who knows if he'll start. And I'm not convinced he's going to be like an amazing defender in MLS. Uh, his speed is kind of gone a little bit. Um, we'll see on that one. That's a take. Uh, that's uh he's one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> he's enough to play in theory but he's not gonna have to play that much well, he's okay, one of my yeah. fa- well he wasn't starting for juventus by the end but he, he's one of my favorite Five. players of all time but i i like look when you watch this game you root for goals and then yeah, i mean we're spending the rest of the show in this game so you, you might as well finish up with, with, with your goal score yep i was gonna say this is uh you root for goals in this game you root for excitement and we're both rooting for excitement who are you backing to score this weekend well look i mean this is a crazy Chicharito's plus two ten. Yeah, that's what are we doing? I, I don't wild. know. I, I, I she's like the best defensive team in the league, or you know, one of them, and that has proven not only in the actual goals they've given up, but expected goals. But I mean, it's plus two ten. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how, how is that a thing? He just scored this weekend. I get he only has seven goals this year. Only that's a pretty good number. He's he a scored in goal like scorer, though. three of his last five stars, something like that. He's a streaky um, goal scorer. When he gets when he gets on one of those runs, they happen yeah. over a few games. So I I I, mean, I I don't know what we're doing. So plus two ten. Is he hurt or something? I mean, he's not hurt. So I, that, I yeah, I have literally zero idea what's going on. He's there's other players on the galaxy that I think have a higher number than him. Um, actually no, he's the highest. He's the he's the top. Uh, uh, actually. But, um, but we got Cal Jennings at plus 150 and uh, yeah. at plus 160. <laughs> Gareth Bale's plus 175. And he's not even playing. He's not even going to play. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I got nothing. I, hey, I, but what else is there really to say? You can yeah. go Yovel at plus 230 if you want. Yeah, that's not bad. And uh, also Kevin Cabral plus 330 I'm seeing. Uh, Grand Seer plus 525. Like, why are they fading the LA offense so bad? Anyways, whatever I'm going to take. So I'm going on the opposite side of that. I'm also going to back Chicharito because I think there's goals, but I am taking Carlos Vela. This is coming in at 135, which is still like Vela at home uh, plus 135. I know he hasn't been scoring quite as many goals. He's been kind of a provider in recent weeks, but okay. Carlos Vela has played four traficos at bank of California stadium against LA galaxy. He has scored in all four of those games. So 100% record in El Trafico at home. Uh, I see value on this line, even at plus 135. Um, he's getting healthy. He's he's played 90 minutes. His, I don't think he's been this healthy, honestly, in a long time. Um, he's played 90 minutes back-to-back for the first time in a long time. I don't think he's played three. I don't think he's started three games back-to-back since, like, early last season, maybe. Um, so he's getting back. He's getting healthy. 
He was a provider the last couple of games. He's going to want to have goals. Whenever you have Chicharito versus Vela, all they want to do is score uh, against each other. Um, I think this is – I'm going to play both of those players because I don't see how you have El Trafico where one of them doesn't score. And if you're getting plus money on both of them, you're going to come out ahead. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be watching this one closely uh, this weekend. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the whole weekend. I'm just going to stay home, watch MLS all weekend. I think there's like – 12 p.m. all the way down to 9 p.m. Central time kickoff. Central time. We're doing central time. Here. Central time kickoffs this weekend. <laughs> We're back in the saddle, Ben. We've got our bets this weekend. Let's lock it in. Uh, what? Any? Any? Any final comments on on rivalry week? Uh, yeah. Let's reach out. Let's get a different sponsor. Let's and get a different yeah, sponsor. I'm. I, I, I don't know. I'm just. I've. Uh, I've dealt with a lot of Heineken rivalries in my life. And yep. It's, it's enough already. I just need somebody else. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a lot of plus money plays this weekend. Let's make some money. Let's enjoy it. And uh, thanks for uh, listening. And we'll catch you next time on Bet MLS.